Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi there, swinging homemakers. This is your kitchen guru. Loop on your love beads and we'll pass on a few hints from the grooviest cookbook ever. First, pick around in the shelves there until you find something with a picture on it. That's it. Now, pour it in a pot. <laughs> Any old pot will do. Lay on an egg and a little moo, and you're switched on. Now comes the magic moment. Stop and think. Have we got a secret ingredient? Ooh, have we? Welcome to Rewatchability. It's the podcast where we rewatch old movies and talk about how they hold up today and whether there's something exciting and new that we see sometimes. Mm-hmm. I'm Robert Larone. With me, as always, is J.M. McNabb. And Blaine Waters. And we have a few special guests, very special guests. We're sort of framing this as our 420 episode. 420. Yeah, and we have Precious Chong, who Hello. Uh, has a podcast on our network, Sex and the Single Parent. Hi, thanks for having me. Thanks Thanks for for coming. And we also have a bit of a 420 legend with us, (laughs) Tommy Chong, your dad, is Mm -hmm. joining us via Skype. Yes, thank God. Finally. Yay. (laughs) Hey. (laughs) Dad, Hey, thank you. Thank you for having me on the show. I appreciate the the bother. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we're glad to have you. Thanks for joining us. It's a real treat for us. Yeah, we're really excited. We're big fans. So before we start, we should first of all thank our Patreons. Those are the people who give us a little bit of money each month to help us keep the podcast going. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can go to patreon.com slash rewatchability to donate there. Yeah. So thanks so much, guys, for doing that. Yeah. And because this is the 420 episode, we are talking about a movie with a bit of a cannabis connection. It is. <laughs> I love the alliteration. Yeah. That's great. And just to be clear, we're not the dating show Cannabis Connection where <laughs> potheads go on dates. That's a different show. Is that a real thing? Because uh, I could be a contestant. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about I Love You, Alice B. Toklas, the 1968 Peter Sellers comedy. Mm-hmm. He's in it. He didn't write or direct it. But yeah. he's the main focus. Mm-hmm. And you, you and Precious sort of picked this movie out for us, Tommy. Yeah. What sort of relationship or experience do you have with I Love You? Well, the first time I saw the movie, I was in Detroit with Precious's mother, Shelby, and we were in this 50-cent theater in the ghetto in Detroit, a very, very rough area, but it was the only thing I could afford at the time. We were were very rich, and so um, I had no idea what the movie was about, and then I saw it, and it literally changed my life. Wow. Because it's a movie about, you know, Peter Sellers. He plays a, a straight lawyer that ends yeah. up meeting a, a young hippie chick and, and, and gets, <laughs> gets turned on to weed. And it was a, really a story of my life. <laughs> because, uh, <laughs> that was you before? You were Peter Sellers? Uh, yeah, because I was a musician. And then when I met Precious's mother, Shelby, she was a young hippie chick. <laughs> and, and I fell in love. And the, the movie actually prompted us to leave Detroit and move right to Venice Beach where the movie was shot. Oh, wow. And and start a life as a hippie, as a hippie couple. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that movie had a lot of effects uh, on us. Yeah. And I mean, you sort of played the iconic hippie <laughs> in for a lot of the 70s. The sort of person that well, we yeah, I, sometimes. I, yeah, I continued on. You know, <laughs> Peter Sellers, his character in the movie uh, was a straight lawyer, and then all of a sudden he's starting to dress 
and talk uh, like hippies or trying to. The headband. I mean, I, when I think about it, I, I, just, I just laugh because he was so funny. He was, is such a, was such a beautiful, funny man. But his depiction and the girl, uh, what's her name? What's her name? The she young was, girl. She was amazing. Oh yeah, her name's. Nancy she was she was married to Ryan O'Neill. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Janet. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. It's not Janet Lee, but it's no, it's no, uh, no. Lee is somewhere in it. Anyway, uh, yeah, we'll it is it Lee Jennifer Lee something. Jennifer Jason no, Lee. No, no, <laughs> no. Was it no? Very was young. Jennifer very Jason young. Lee. She was, no, she was, was gorgeous uh, and yeah. really good. And this she was her first movie. Funny, well, we'll look, look her up because she just changed my life. And then and when I saw. And the great, the scene, you know, the the cookie scene, you know, yeah, where they, when they eat the brownies. Alice B. Yeah. Toklas cookies, yeah. Because you know the story of Alice B. Toklas, right? Yeah. Uh, People, yeah, you know, yeah. she was, uh, who was the lover of... partner. Gertrude Stein. Gertrude Stein's partner, cookbook. lover. And and they used to cook, uh, make those brownies. And now they're legal. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> Well, almost here. <laughs> yeah, we're getting there. We're catching up in I mean, Canada. Brownies oh, are Canada? totally legal. Yeah, <laughs> we're we're calling you from Canada. So. <laughs> they're, so, still Tommy, trying to, they're still trying to keep the liquor board working there. Yeah. <laughs> we're yeah, waiting exactly. for prohibition to clear up, and then we'll get to the point. Yeah. Is it, is yeah, it fair to say? trying to figure out how to sell pot at the liquor store. <laughs> yeah, we're, yeah, we're getting there. <laughs> we're just talking about that, actually. Yeah. Is it fair to say without this movie, you might be working in a bank or something right now? <laughs> oh, I doubt it. Oh, okay. I doubt it. <laughs> Maybe in jail as a bank robber. Yeah. <laughs> He'd be living in a More van like <laughs> down by the no. river. <laughs> no, but you know that movie actually uh, put me on that road. You know, wow. Because you know when you saw California and how, and that's why we have so many homeless here in California because everybody can read the weather report. <laughs> you know, and if you're going to be a hippie, if you're going to be a hippie and live in your van, boy, I'll tell you, California's yeah. the place to do it. Yeah, you don't want to do it in like North Bay. That's the <laughs> California's. Oh, you can try. <laughs> yeah, you exactly. can try, but you can be you get frozen very fast. <laughs> exactly. There's another movie. Uh, I I don't know if you guys saw it, but uh, Highway 61. Oh my God! Yeah, yeah. the Bruce yeah. McDonald film. Oh, yeah. I love that yeah. movie. That's a great uh, movie. There's that, I, I could have picked that movie, though, although I didn't see a lot of pot smoking. There was some, I think. No, that's I think it was pot-influenced. Yeah. Pot-written, <laughs> yeah. maybe? Oh, yeah, 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 probably. That's that's a, but there was, a hippie, there was a hippie, but Highway 61, another one. I another love one. that. I, I remember seeing that with you, Dad. I remember that. And I saw, oh, what's good. his name? Um, the lead, the guy. Don McKellar. Don McKellar. Oh, I saw Don him at the Writers Awards last year, and I was like, oh, my God. I, was, I totally fangirled him. <laughs> oh, and he, so was, he was totally creeped out by me. <laughs> he was like, that's too much. But I'm like, you don't understand. Because I remember seeing that with you, Dad, and we were just blown away by yeah. that movie. The Alice B. Tokeless movie, yeah. I don't remember seeing. I, was, I, I wasn't. Oh no! You were a baby. You I, were I was born a baby. That I was year. born that year. I know. Don't don't talk about, it. don't talk about it. I was born that year. I know. Whatever. I'm owning it. Okay. I was born in '68, so I I was there, but not I, coherent. I think I saw it before, and then I rewatched it. I've seen it, but I didn't watch it like with you. Yeah. But the yeah. reason I thought no, it would no, 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 a reason no. I thought it would be a good one was because also the Peter Sellers connection because I. He was like the first comedian other than you, Dad, of course. Well, actually, I loved him more than <laughs> as a comedian. Oh, the truth comes out. The, the Pink Panther movies were like, they changed me. Like, I remember being a little kid and laughing so hard that I hit my head on the side of the seat. And I, I remember he was supposed to come to one of your parties in Zuma Beach. Oh. And I really he wanted. Did. Yeah. He did. And I fell asleep. I fell asleep and I didn't get to oh, meet no. Peter Sellers. That's like Santa Claus. Oh, you did. I really was we like. So excited to see. We, we used to show, yeah, we used to show movies at the Zuma Beach House, the Super Eight, you know, the reel to reel Super Eight projector. Then they were rock and roll, and, and you could, <laughs> yeah, we used to rent sixteen millimeter movies. Wow, and uh, and show and show them to Peter. <laughs> Peter would come over and he he loved being entertained. Wow, so and you knew uh, Peter oh, Sellers. and I I I played yeah. a, a real mean trick on Precious. I, I showed her the yearling. Oh, I also Do you remember that movie? That. Yeah, I also thought of picking the yearling. What, what, how is the, the yearling? yearling a mean trick? Was... <laughs> Why is that a mean trick? Well, guy? the yearling, the yearling is one Killed of the me. saddest movies on the planet. <laughs> like you, you, you cannot watch that movie without crying your eyes out. 
because it's a little deer gets killed. I mean, it's the saddest movie. And and I didn't tell Precious about it. And I remember you, Precious watched it, and then she come in and she's crying her eyes. You told you didn't tell me. (laughs) You didn't tell me it was dead. That was the saddest movie. And she was crying, but she loved to cry. So I, I you know, I any any excuse to, to get her to cry. Yeah, I did love yeah. to cry. That was very dramatic. I liked it. I used to, <laughs> my dad says that I used to like look at myself in the mirror practicing crying. Oh, did I? Yeah, did you I, did. I did. Wow. Well, I'm an actress, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's good to feel that. So wait, Tommy, if you befriended Peter Sellers, did you tell him about how this movie impacted your life? You can't. You you can never have a conversation like that with Peter Sellers. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> let me tell you how I met him. He was yeah, a big Cheech and Chong fan. And so uh, Lou Adler, our manager, and was married to or living with Brett Eklund, oh, yeah. who had oh, yeah. been married to Peter. And they were right. still good friends. And so when we did a tour, in, in fact, Peter Sellers set up a tour for Cheech and Chong in England. And wow. so, uh, so awesome. when we flew to England, we got off the plane. Actually, uh, the immigration came on the plane and 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 took Cheech and I, uh, <laughs> oh, you know, off the plane and, and into this little courtyard. And and in the courtyard, there was a, a white limousine parked there. And as we approached the limousine, the window rolled down, and this big piece of hash a hand holding this giant piece of ash which which was burning the end of it was burning it was handed, that was our greeting to, welcome to uh, britain and that was, <laughs> and peter, was sellers. peter sellers it was peter sellers holding was the big chunk of hash chunk of hash burning yeah. his palm yeah. that's amazing yeah it was burning it, holding it in his hand it was that big it was like a size of a of a softball you know, like and and, and the corner dream. of the hash was burning. He had lit it, and that was welcome to. Uh, oh. Of course, we took it, and smoked it, and then we got in the. You know, we didn't even. Have, they got us through immigration without having to see anybody. They just took our passports and, and then handed them back, and we were <laughs> yeah. through. That's how much juice Peter had, and then we then we hung with Peter the whole time. But I I never you know I could never be a fan around him. Right. I was always uh, I was always like watching him <laughs> do his because he really was that nutty guy. Yeah, you know, he seemed like he yeah, was. He was crazy. He seemed like he was always in character. At least that's what they say about him. That's the that's the legend. Yeah. sort of. He would be in some. He, he's like a little guy, like, like a little kid. He was always amazed at stuff. You know, like he was just amazed at Cheech and Chong. You know, he he <laughs> loved our record. He play him. He was he was attacking us more than uh, me telling him what I, how much I loved his stuff. He was telling us he was reciting all our records, all uh, our bits. He knew he was like the he was like the comedian's nightmare. You know, <laughs> he, he was doing us. <laughs> That's beautiful. That's, that's pretty nice. That's yeah. nice. Well, Jam, I think you're the only one of the three of us who have actually seen this movie before we watched it in prep for today. Yeah, right? yeah. You saw it in high school, you said? Yeah, I rented it in high school because I was also a big Peter Sellers fan mm-hmm. growing up. So I tried to watch like all of his movies, I think. And I didn't really remember this. I remembered the song, but not much yeah. else. I remember them being lost in the car, though I didn't oh, remember yeah, the, the funeral? circumstances. Yeah, at the funeral. <laughs> But yeah, oh. no, I, I I remember digging it like all of his movies. They all kind of like blurred together, like this kind of blended together. I think with like West New Pussycat and the yeah. Magic Christian. And I think stuff. I mixed them up too. Like the, yeah, when he goes or the the one where he goes to the party is that oh, oh the, the party, party. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which is a movie I love. Oh, that was one of my favorites. Yeah. But, uh, oh, oh, I remember that one. That would be probably you will never. Yeah, <laughs> you will never work oh, in this yeah. town again. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I don't know about that. Yeah, that would be problematic. But yeah, I remember. I remember liking it, though. I, yeah, I didn't really remember it, and I, I did love Peter Sellers. I loved the Goon Show. I loved. I even had some of the records that he sang on. He d- would do kind of old standards, but really, in kind like, of a yeah. silly like a way. Yeah. Did, did Did you guys know that he was uh, at one time he was considered the fast or what it was, the best drummer, jazz drummer in all of Britain, all really? of uh, England. Yeah. He toured, he was 15 years old 
And just him and the set of drums. He was phenomenal on drums when he was wow. that, when he was young. What a project. That, that was his claim to fame. Wow. His, his parents were in vaudeville. And so his shtick was playing a drum solo <laughs> when he was about 15 years old. Incredible. He was an incredible musician. Huh. That's really, oh, that's cool. really cool. I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, that's something I would have never known. That's I also awesome. love hearing all these stories about him just being like a cool guy and like picking up with a big brick of hash. Because like, I remember the only thing I knew about him behind the scenes was I watched that TV movie with Jeffrey Rush where it was almost like a horror movie. Oh, like, yeah. They would have him like, he did get a little crazy, right, Dad? I mean, he did. I don't know. He was mean to his daughter. I don't know. Victoria. Well, Anyways. no, no, he he, <laughs> we he, school, he. we went to school together. It, it depends. Like he, like I'd phone him every once in a while. You know, I had his phone number, so I I, I phoned him, and he would pretend that he was his own valet, <laughs> and he he would do an act. And I'm sorry, Mr. Sellers is not available right now. Uh, can I take a message? And I know it's Peter. <laughs> but, uh, That's probably where Trump got uh, it. Yeah, Doesn't Trump, he pretend to be his own agent? Give me a call. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'll give you a message, Peter. No, he he. One time <laughs> we were flying. I met him on the plane, and he gave me uh, what do you call it, a Polaroid of him when he was doing being there. You know, with Chauncey Gardner. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, amazing. You remember that yeah. movie? Yeah. 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 And and he he get you know the costume. When you get your costume, you get a Polaroid. Yeah, the uh, fitting picture. when he went to the costume. Well, he fitting. gave me a Polaroid picture of, of himself and when we were on the plane. And then he says, listen, uh, you know, I'm going with this girl, uh, the daughter of the Swedish embassy. Uh, amb- uh, the yeah, ambassador. the uh, ambassador. Yeah. The daughter of the Swedish ambassador. And so we were in Washington, and he was staying at, at the embassy. Yeah. And so... Uh, I was there just with oh uh, Ricky Jay the magician. Oh yeah, Ricky, we love Ricky Jay. We were awesome. yeah, we were flying there together to do a show, and so <laughs> Peter and I and Ricky had dinner that night. And so Ricky Jay, I told Ricky, you know, Ricky know who Peter was, and I said he loves magic, and so Ricky Jay prepped a, a card trick for him. And so after we ate dinner. Ricky Jay pulled out the deck of cards and he, and he had Peter pick a card and not show it to him, but show it to everybody else. Okay. <laughs> and no, no. Then he had Peter take a ballpoint pen and mark the card. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> Peter did. And then, I mean, this blows my mind just telling you about it. <laughs> then he put the card back in the deck and then Ricky Jay signaled to the waiter, and the waiter brought him a covered plate, you know, a, a, a steel-covered plate, and they lifted the, the lid off, and there was a glass dish with a block of ice in the middle of the dish. And we were all going, uh, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> he had the waiter crack the ice open. He wouldn't touch it. And in the middle of the ice was a, a lemon. <laughs> what? <laughs> this when, is like a babushka doll. A lemon. Keeps on getting. And when they, when they opened the lemon, folded up inside the fucking lemon, <laughs> the card. And then, and again, Ricky J never touched it. Everybody else did it for him. And then there was his initials on that card. Wow. Uh, no, to this that's day, pretty good. That's pretty to good. this day, we have no idea. How, and Ricky J would never tell anybody. Yeah, D- David but Blaine. That blew, too, yeah. that blew that blew uh, uh, Peter Sellers' mind. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it blew everybody's mind. <laughs> that's amazing. And then after dinner, we all went back to the embassy and got really stoned. Yeah, and we're, we're smoking there because it's it's uh, neutral territory. <laughs> Diplomatic immunity. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There was uh, some bells there, and I asked Peter, what's that? He said, well, let's find out. He pushes the button, and this butler shows up, kind of been sleeping, but he's all dressed, and he said, yes, may I help you? And and we realized it was to summon the butler. It was one of those buttons. And so 
every once in a while all night, Peter would push the button. Oh, my God. It would have been great and if you showed up with the card again. The butler, yeah, the butler would show up. You know, we'd say, I oh, know, it's okay. We don't need anything. Oh. <laughs> so we just wanted to see if the button worked. Oh, we oh. were crazy. <laughs> Oh, It'd be man. pretty awesome if Ricky Jay just burst into the studio right now and showed us that card. <laughs> yeah. That'd yeah. really be impressed. That would be a magic yeah. trick. Yeah, exactly. I, I saw Ricky Jay eating soup on a patio once not far from here. <laughs> that's a way more interesting story than we've been told on this podcast. Yeah, no, that's my best Ricky Jay story. It's like Peter Sellers wasn't there, and yeah. I just saw him eating soup alone. <laughs> Neither was Tommy John. They didn't yeah. No one was there. But there was a playing card in that soup. <laughs> Probably. I used to torture Ricky Jay because when he opened for us, I didn't tell him until way later, but I'd sneak around the back and peek, watch him from behind. And I could see all the stuff that he was doing with his hands. And behind his back. Oh, you can't do that. Yeah, you're going to get kicked out of the magician's guild. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I finally told him, and he just gave me a look like he was going to kill me. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to just run down the plot of Alice B. Toklas. For to, people who haven't seen it. Yeah, because it's sort of older movie. A lot of people from our generation are squares. So. You're not as cool as I was when I was 15 and didn't have any friends. <laughs> <laughs> and researching Peter Sellers movies. Yeah. yeah. So it's about this guy. His name's Harold Fine. This is mm. the Peter Sellers character. He is what they referred to as a square right. in the straight, late 60s. Or a straight. Right, a straight right. guy. Yeah, yeah, now that means a totally different thing. Yeah. <laughs> he's supposed to be a lawyer, right? Yeah, yeah he's, he's a, a lawyer. lawyer. But he's, he's kind lawyer, of like yeah. a... Well, and then they have that offensive scene with the Mexicans. Yeah, yeah. because he's kind of like a predatory lawyer. They're like trying to... See, Get, you know, put neck brace on so that I can get some money for you and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, that's right. No, accident lawyer. Yeah, yeah, yeah accident exactly. lawyer. Yeah. And he's in this relationship with this woman who really wants him to set a date for his marriage. And he's sort of been putting it off. Joe Van Fleet, right? Yeah, right, that's yeah, yeah. right. She's yeah. great, too. Yeah, yeah she's Joe Van Fleet. Yeah. She's funny in this. Yeah. yeah. But when they finally go to the law office, it turns out that she's his secretary. Yeah. <laughs> Problematic. Yeah, <laughs> problematic. Very late 60s, if we, uh, at least from I've seen the 60s in Mad Men. But she, he's not really into it. He, it seems like he's not really in love with her. He's just sort of right. like going well, along with it. he doesn't want to set the date for the marriage. Yeah. Yeah. They accidentally bust up his car, and so he ends up driving around in this like painted up hippie wagon. Yeah. Yeah. Which but is, there's the weird, I mean, it just kind of shows how far we've come as a society that, like, the mechanic is like, oh. Oh, my, that ran off with a colored guy? Yeah, oh, yeah. My, my daughter ran off with a colored guy. And then later on, the gas the, the station attendant, the yeah. guy, the black guy, is like, yeah, my son ran off with, like, a white girl. To San Francisco. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, it, was, it, was, it was very of the time, that yeah. movie. Yeah. And, then, and then he meets the, what is it? He Okay, I'll let you do it. Well, so what it is. <laughs> No, Some, no, you were taking it away. His mom, his mom. First, she like calls him and is like, "Oh my God, the most amazing man has passed away," and oh, he yeah, thinks it's his office. father. Yeah, yeah. He's like, "Oh my God, up. my dad has died." Uh, but he's like, yeah. "No, no, your dad. No, it's Mr. Foley, the butcher." Yeah, yeah. and <laughs> yeah. But apparently, Mr. Foley <laughs> saved his life at one point, so he's obligated to go to the funeral, and he's also obligated to bring his hippie brother Herbie, uh, who's also in an offensive. Oh, the Indian, Indian guy. Oh, yeah. Native American. Native, yeah, exactly. Native American. Oh, man, yeah. Yeah, that yeah. still works because it's still offensive. It's still offensive. <laughs> yeah. And people are still doing that shit. I know. If yeah. you wore that on Halloween, there would be a think piece about it. What? what are you trying to do to me? Kill your mother? No, I'm wearing the traditional burial outfit of the Hopi Indians. It's beautiful. Foley was a Catholic, not an Indian. It's all the same. It's all man and God. It's love. Heavy. Heavy. Let me buy you a nice new suit. <laughs> and then and then he his girlfriend, is it the girl or his friend? Yeah. Right? Well, yeah, I mean it's it seems like they're probably sleeping together, but this is like, you know it, Free love. That's right. They're always talking about the but free love. But she's the original dream pixie pixie girl. Manic manic, manic pixie, pixie girl. Oh, yes. oh yeah. That's what I I was like, Oh my god, this is yeah, the, the guy's uh, idea of what free love is and exactly, the girl like, yeah. Hey Whatever yeah. you want. Whatever like you we'll want. just have sex all the time. All the time. You know? <laughs> uh, her name is Lee Taylor Young. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I wasn't so, that awesome. Yeah. Yeah, no. That's okay. right. That's yeah. right. Lee Taylor Young. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and she she works in a boutique, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. For clothing. And, and, and remember, the the, of one of the one of the uh, cross oh, yeah. dresser comes in there yes. with a pipe. 
Oh, yeah. 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 Another he, another thing that wouldn't fly nowadays. Yeah, I know. Yeah, we did they, Mrs. Doubtfire a little while ago. You know, oh, it, it, yeah. it flew for a few yeah. decades well, after that. I think, I don't know, that scene, I think, still kind of works. Yeah, Because the guy it. is so, so – He's so great. The, yeah, the, he's so yeah, great. He's got I loved a big it. Pipe. pipe. He's very, like, upper he's very crust. Dead he looks like stiff. Johnny yeah. Cash or something. Yeah. 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 Very stoic. But a little bit shorter. They don't handle it well, but he's totally cool. Miss? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Do you do alterations here in the shop? Yes, we do. Anita? What I'd like to get, I'm going to get this just about two inches shorter. Not like that. Well, um, Anita does the alterations. Anita, uh, can we shorten this about... Oh, no, that's it. Two inches? No, 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 no. That's not your color. And actually, I was looking at his IMDb, and he was in, Tommy, one of your movies, Chishin Chong's next movie. He was? He had a small part as Shotgun Cop. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, man. You You never asked asked him about that? (laughs) Don't I I recognize you from somewhere? (laughs) Yeah. It's amazing. We kind of skipped over where they they do go to the funeral. They go to the funeral. It's sort of a debacle. In in the hippie car with the the casket in the back. Oh, yeah, because there's a, a strike. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Her, oh, yeah. Her, her her strive, strive. Which is pretty funny. That's like a pretty funny. Oh, man. I remember thinking this whole scene was hilarious when I was As soon as I started watching it, it came back to me. I remember just like thought howling. it was so funny when I was a kid. <laughs> and it is really funny. I, yeah, yeah, it is pretty funny. They get there at like midnight. Yeah. And, and everybody's still, still waiting. And the widow just screams like she did when she saw his brother in the Indian outfit. <laughs> yeah. I'm calling it an Indian outfit because that's what they called it. But it's, yeah. Yeah. That's it's, not the it's yeah. made First Nations yeah. outfit. Oh, God. Oh. Yeah. Well, it's, you know, it's bad no matter which way you cut it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it can be two inches shorter and it's still bad. But so basically. He gets infatuated with Nancy, this hippie girl, and at one point she even like sleeps over at his place, though they don't like sleep together. And she, as she's leaving, makes a bunch of these brownies mm-hmm. using. Can I the- interrupt? That was an interesting thing too, where he's like, oh, oh, "You're yeah. going to be safe. I won't come in oh, here." Yeah. That like mildly well, rapey moment. Oh yeah, was, yeah. But then she's like, "Are you afraid of me?" Yeah, which another seems kind of forward thinking. I don't know. Uh, that that seems don't... like something that I just saw a Second City show, like yeah. the new Second. City show, and there's this whole scene where the person's like, "Okay, I'm going to sit down in your domicile right now oh. without any expectation of what might happen." <laughs> and like, it's very much it's like all about consent. Yeah, exactly. Everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So this kind of seemed like you yeah, know, I'm part yeah. Of it. Okay. yeah. I don't know. It's creepy. Yeah, it's still creepy. <laughs> it's still creepy. <laughs> all right, but anyway, she makes a bunch of these brownies, which is where the name of the movie comes from, the yeah. Alice B. Toklas brownies. And there is a very special ingredient, or a groovy ingredient, as she says, yeah. and that is marijuana, and. What happens is, as you know, if you bake marijuana into brownies, inevitably older squares will end up eating them. <laughs> that is the only way that it works. Yeah. <laughs> and hijinks will ensue. They're, they're tricked because the brownies are cut into squares. It yeah, happened, okay it happened at my dad's 70th birthday. Ask him about it. What? <laughs> he has a good story. But we've already said it on my podcast. But, but yeah, it's dad. Wh- which squares did you get high, Tommy, this time? <laughs> oh, no, my son, Precious's brother, Harris. He arranged for uh, the caterers to bring some uh, special uh, desserts, and we didn't tell anybody. <laughs> yeah. And so we had a star-studded crowd of, you know, Paul Reiser and all sorts of uh, uh, people from the industry <laughs> had no idea, and they were, and we didn't cater enough food. And so when the desserts came, everybody made a pig of themselves, and then. And then my son started telling everybody, uh, be careful, it's loaded. You know, by that time, people Uh-oh. had already eaten their money. And so it became much like the Alice B. Tokas thing, except, yeah. uh, you know, <laughs> a little more intense. Yeah. Well, yes. So what happens is, like, his parents come over, and I think it's just, like, right before their wedding or something, they're getting married, and they have all these brownies, and he feeds them yeah. to them. It, it started out funny and then became real uncomfortable really fast. Yeah, it was, like, funny and horrifying. Yeah, because she starts trying to, like, literally make love to him in front of his parents. Yeah, well, and, first, like... in front of her parents. The, like, the editing his, speeds his up and yes. everybody just starts, like, laughing. Yeah. And you're like, am I stoned? I mean, I was <laughs> <Yeah>. stoned, but... <laughs> 
<laughs> it was like it was trippy, man. <laughs> yeah, it just gets really uncomfortable. The yeah. parents are like staring at them, and she's like, "Let's make love right now." Oh like, my god, your parents are right there. Stop. Yeah, that's gross. You got to yeah. be careful with pop brownies, though, too, because I remember a friend of mine had a bunch of pop brownies and felt really shitty the next day, and he's like, "You know, I could handle watching the dosage," but he felt really bad, and then we kind of figured out that it was. He just ate too many brownies. <laughs> just too many yeah. brownies for a human to eat. That's a lot of sugar. There was no weed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was just the carbs. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's you got amazing. Got a car OD on carbs. You know? Yeah. Yeah, well, that feels like the most famous scene from this movie, like the scene that people still talk about. Yeah, I feel like that's like a trope as well. The parents getting yeah, the high. The straight people getting yeah. high by mistake. Like, I know they did it in the 70s show, and like the walls move and everything like yeah. that. <laughs> oh, and Bob's Burgers, they did it. When oh, they yeah. did their taxes. That, I love that Oh, one. yeah. And there, an episode of Frasier, they did it, oh, where really? Martin gets high. <laughs> R.I.P. John Mahoney. <laughs> but then they all decide to go mini golfing instead of, you know. Which is better than what they were going to do. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God, yes. <laughs> but at that point, like, Peter Sellers just fucking takes off. Mm-hmm. And that's when he goes to the dress shop to see the hippie girl and sees the yeah. cross-dresser. And it's, and it's kind of like – and we're about to, like, approach the time in the movie where he's about to get married, too. I think it's, like, literally the night after this happens. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Which and, is a real fucking dick move to go see some other girl yeah. on the night before your wedding. Yeah, I know. That's the best time to do it because you're not married yet. That's what all the movies tell me. You know, on your bachelor party, you should, like, go meet the Yeah, right? It's it's awful. Yeah. Uh, But, yeah, I think we'll talk about the... We'll talk about that after this short break. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. We're back. This is rewatchability. Wow, that was a short break. <laughs> yeah, it was. It didn't even seem like any time had passed. <laughs> we're here with Precious Chong and Tommy Hi. Chong, and we're talking about "I Love You, Alice B. Toklas." And the characters have just ate a shit ton of pot brownies, have somehow not gone into weed psychosis, mm-hmm. and are not freaking out because well, there's pot bugs was, in the wall. Well, pot wasn't as strong then. Oh, yeah, that's right. I yeah, forgot so about it wasn't that. like yeah, yeah. hydroponic it took, or anything. It took a lot. And also pot brownies didn't taste that good. I remember you mm. died, when there was yeah. pot brownies in the fridge when I was younger, I'd be like, oh, brownies, and then smell it and be like, no, thank you. I wasn't <laughs> sure about this. <laughs> when I was a kid. Yeah. You just want the, you want the candy. I was just like, this is <laughs> adult yeah. brownies. Well, that's the other thing. When they're eating these brownies, they talk about how good they I know. She's like, mm, every time I've had edibles, they t- they taste like skunky weed. Well, <laughs> nowadays they are pretty good. They're getting yeah. pretty good at it. Yeah, like they the are, gummies the, and stuff. Yeah, and the even the, the the pastries, like they're they're oh. they're they're really good. But but yeah, now, then it wouldn't have been. <laughs> it's too legal but now. It's yeah, also it's just like a mix. It, it, it's too legal. In the, yeah. in the movie, oh, yeah. it's just like a Betty Crocker mix. Like they yeah. don't make yeah. that's not a. It's not like from scratch or anything. Yeah, yeah. no. The real no. recipe involves a lot of spices. I looked it up. <laughs> did, you look, did you look up the real Alice B. Toklas recipe? Have you ever made them? I have made pot food before, but I didn't use the Alice B. Toklas recipe. Right, like a pot turkey dinner and stuff. Like yeah, that. that's yeah. right. Yeah, just easy stuff. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, they have that night where they like sleep together, and then he's about to get married. They're at the wedding. Yeah, they're at the altar, which looks yeah. like it's in some person's basement. It's it's like a weird place yeah. to get yeah. married here. And, and, and it's a Jewish wedding, right? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Because it's are, also are they going to break the glass and all that. Stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Hope uh, yeah. That part sort of reminded me of. I don't know if you guys have seen. Oh fuck! I forgot what it's called now. Ah oh, fuck. The Godfather. Yeah. <laughs> the one that Ben Stiller remade. Oh, the Heartbreak oh, Kid. I, Heartbreak this, Kid. This yes. whole movie kind of reminded me of. The yes. Heartbreak yeah. Kid. Like not as good version of the Heartbreak no. Kid. Yeah. 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 I, I, love, I love the Heartbreak yeah. Kid. Yeah. But it's the same sort of thing. The Jewish sort person of, with like the shicks of fantasy. Sort of the twenty-five-year-old life crisis, or like yeah, thirty-year-old sure. life, life crisis. And yeah. the complete being a complete dick to your fiance or yeah. wife. That's oh. Falling in love with the blonde, of of the blonde girl, the, yeah. the aspiration of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But so in the middle of the ceremony, he's looking around and he's like, 
he says, I can't do this. This is wrong. And then he leaves mm-hmm. and goes to find the hippie girl and becomes a hippie. Like yeah. the overnight. Yeah. He, <laughs> o- overnight. And it's that, crazy. The, and they live in the back of their car for a yeah. while. Yeah. That's like my favorite part. Yeah. There's like a whole <laughs> montage. bongos and yeah. brushing so I, it was like the hippie eye for the straight guy. It was like just yeah. made over entirely. Did he use a necktie as a headband? Yeah, kind of. He had like kind of like a doily as a headband at one point. He yeah. had some weird headband. I remember that. <laughs> yeah, and it, yeah. yeah. I, I think there was a symbol too. You know, of using taking off the tie and tying it around his head. I don't know. Maybe yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm dreaming no. or something. No, and and he grew his hair out in one night. Yeah, too. Very, but I also yeah. just love yeah. that this yeah. bad movie created <laughs> Cheech and Chong. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's true. Imagine yeah. the world without this film. <laughs> yeah, no Cheech and Chong without this film. Wow, <laughs> oh, that's funny. And they they end up living in the van. Yeah, in the back of the van for a while. For some, for some, in Venice. Yeah. And there isn't even that much Venice in it. I don't know why. No. I don't know why this movie made you guys move to Venice. <laughs> They've got bands there. <laughs> it was so yeah, funny. Yeah, the cops seemed pretty. You know, mean. They, they were very mild. Yeah. The cops were very mild. Yeah. That was one joke I loved is when the cop oh, yeah. pulls him over in the van and. Peter Sellers is trying to, you know, he makes him pull his hair back and show that he's the same guy in his license. He says, oh, no, I have an apartment. We just, you know, we want to live in the van. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah the, cop, the cop part was pretty funny. Oh, and then, they move ba- and then they move back to the apartment. Right. And this is where, like, the hippie fantasy goes yeah. to crap because she sort of invites all these other hippies to sort of come stay at Communal the Communal living. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In his tub. And at first it's just like. <laughs> like in one tub. It starts with four. And I don't know if you guys knew this, but one of those hippies. Yeah. That goes in the tub is Marlon Brando's kid. Oh, really? Oh, really? really? Yeah, he's not credited. He's credited oh. as Gary Brown. Oh, wow. Weird. That's yeah. so weird. interesting. Yeah. The Cheyenne? Is that his name? No, Christian. The Cheyenne or something? No, no, no. I mean, oh, is that the I one? Know. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. But anyway, so <laughs> all these people just keep coming in. and There's uh, a monkey that comes in at one point? Yeah, taking over his space. And then yeah. she, I guess he like finds Nancy painting some other dude. And he's like, you can't just paint anybody. <laughs> and then she's like, yeah, but I like physically we painting free. him, like painting his naked yeah, body, yeah, like, not, not a like a portrait. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, and so he gets all square about it. He yeah, gets all like possessive. Uptight. Yeah, straight. Man. Don't be so straight, right. man. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. That scene yeah. was pretty amazing. Damn, I forgot about all this part. <laughs> <laughs> this part kind of reminded me. Did you guys see the movie Mother? From this year? Oh, no, I know what you mean. Yeah, it's kind of reminded me of that. Oh, I didn't see it. People just keep kind of coming in. Yeah, I heard about it, though. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I like that it's like the slippery slope of this ideology that he embraces, yeah. but then he finds out that he is more like conservative than he then perhaps he, thought yeah. and possessive. Yeah. But yeah. That was interesting. And his like main problem that he he can't seem to stand up to anybody or tell people what his real feelings are, like that doesn't change just because his aesthetics change because he becomes a hippie. He still can't tell people, hey, yeah. maybe you don't fucking sit on my stove or whatever. He has no boundaries. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that old thing. And how does it end? Well, so this it is the thing. Good segue, yeah. It's a it's kind of like a fantasy sequence. He's still standing at the altar with the woman and now oh. he's thinking, "Oh, wait, I've sort of thought about this whole hippie lifestyle and maybe it's not the dream that I thought it would be. Maybe it's not the ideal utopia." It was all a dream. Yeah. See, when when I saw that, I was like, "Oh yeah, it was all a dream." So like, he's a good guy because he didn't cheat on his wife and I was like, "Oh no, that happened the No, night he before. definitely yeah, didn't cheat on his wife. That. <laughs> that is still part of it. That is yeah. still, so, that's it's still, still happened. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's still but he doesn't marry no. the woman and he also doesn't run to the hippie girl. He just no. sort of runs somewhere. Yeah, he just sort of leaves with even less explanation than before. Yeah. <laughs> and then just runs down the street being, I'm free, I'm free! Well, he says, I know there's beauty in the world, and I'm going to find it. Oh, so yeah. So he says the thesis of this film at the end of it. Uh, we I didn't like even that. talk about yeah. who, 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 Oh, the opening who, who, thing. The fucking that? guru. Who yeah. wrote it? Who I'm pretty sure is in brownface. Who, yeah. who wrote the movie? Uh, Paul Mazursky wrote the yeah. movie. Oh. Yeah. Who did oh, okay. Bob, Bob and oh, Tim, Harold and... Oh, yeah, Harry and Tonto. Yeah. Yeah. 
Lots of movies. Yeah. yeah movies yeah, with people's yeah, names yeah, in the yeah, title. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It sounds like Paul Mazursky. Sounds like one of him, uh, his problems. You know? <laughs> <laughs> one of his problems. He's got in the Jewish thing, but he has a great imagination. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I do like, I like though, that. that they kind of had the idea of like, you don't subscribe to a certain ideology. You can find your own path. Okay. I, I like yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, he always, yeah, Mazursky. Yeah, you don't see any movies like that anymore. Dad, I have to go because I have an appointment at four. I'm leaving. <laughs> oh, okay. But I you can go st- too. You got, okay, you can stay on for a minute or so. Yeah, th- okay, okay, Bye. gotcha. Okay, thanks for coming on. Yeah, great. But I really like that ending just because it's like, because the hippie kind of thing becomes something that he feels like he has to subscribe to. And the reason why he wanted to get out of, you know, his stuffy life was he felt like he needed to subscribe to that. So, I don't know. I, I just kind of liked it. It worked for me. Like, he obviously didn't love... Yeah, as a, a, yeah as a movie, it really did. But in real life, I became that hippie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I, I went for the beautiful girl. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, he might still go to the beautiful girl. He's probably just going to go, like, murder that guy she was painting right. in his fantasy, and then he'll be cool. <laughs> yeah, he was thinking ahead. That's what the fantasy was. He was planning. <laughs> no, that really was the norm of the day. You know, that hippie thing was like a fad that, you know, like puberty, you know, you go through it (laughs) and and you enjoy it and then you jump out. At the end of the day, you're that much wiser. Right. It's generational. Like they talk about in the movie, it's generational rebellion. Like before there were the beatniks and now it's the hippies and then there was the punks. Yeah. There's the hipsters. Yeah. 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 Exactly. I just never made it back from the hippies. <laughs> <laughs> was it like that? Like, were there houses like that where you'd go into them and there'd, there'd be people painting each other's naked bodies and a monkey? Or uh, <laughs> Not of that. You know, there was, but it was sort of like, uh, well, that was a Woodstock time, you know. Mm-hmm. And so it was more like Woodstock, you know. What right. you did, you went to from one uh, adventure to another. Right. You know, like you didn't just go to a, a concert. You went to a like a festival. You know, you were gone for a couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It wasn't a night. Nice. You were gone for, you know, that's the way it was. There were festivals all over the place, you know, thanks to Woodstock. Mm-hmm. But yeah. there were like Bull Run. There was all kinds. And, and then Cheech and I started playing all the festivals. And it was like a, more like a, a lifestyle. I remember in Vancouver when it hit, they were remodeling, they were changing the courthouse into an art gallery. Oh, yeah. And, and while they were doing the remodeling, the hippies started painting the, the fence that was put around the, the construction fence. Yeah. And, and then simultaneously, you know, very off the wall, and all of a sudden they started painting. And then they started signing different, you could buy a piece of the fence and, and, and put your paint on yeah. it. <laughs> and so, yeah, there was, there was a lot of, uh, now it's called graffiti, but back in the day, yeah. it was like, <laughs> Some Banksy they had love-ins <laughs> and, and paintings. And so, yeah, it was, it was like, uh, we sort of eased into that culture, and then it became a culture. Mm-hmm, and yeah. then people, the, the Rainbow Family evolved out of that. And it was like, you know the Rainbow Family? No, 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 no. At one time, there was a couple of thousand of them. And they would go go have meetings in uh, national parks. Yeah. And like around California, you know, the good yeah. weather, BC, British Columbia. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yeah. That, the Rainbow Family people would gather around. They would have communal kitchens to feed everybody. And it was like a hippie community. It started out like going from festival to festival. And then when musicians didn't have a festival, they would have a, just a, a drum circle. <laughs> right. And yeah, they yeah. Would just, yeah, they would just go sit there and get high and, and well, be in the park for weeks on time. We still have those in the 21st century. The, yeah. the drumming. Especially yeah, something survived from the – yeah. I feel like I missed out on the whole hippie. Like, it seems like such a nice time. Like, everyone talking about love and peace. And, it's uh, not too late, man. Well, it, it gave the homeless something to do. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> a purpose. You know, we had a purpose. You know, it wasn't just, just sitting, to, you know, oh, go to the food banks. You know, because that's what a lot of us did. Yeah. Because of uh, it was the nature of it, and and when you gathered together, I remember when Cheech and I first got together, he ended up in um, it was like a junkie community, or a communal house. 
Yeah. Right. And it was uh, this one singer, her name will come to me, but they, they were all junkies. And so they all lived in a house, and what they would do, they put on a, a stew, and the, the stew would cook all week. Oh, man. And people <laughs> just add stuff. Just, add, you know, they come in, they'd add whatever they shoplifted that day. And that was the food for the house. <laughs> no miscellane. <laughs> yeah, maybe I maybe I've kind of put rose-colored You're glasses on to see the past. Eating that stew yeah. must not have been too great. Oh no, it was delicious. <laughs> they knew how to cook. You know, the ones that could cook, they knew what to do, and, and it was the easiest thing to feed uh, junkies. You know, right. <laughs> not too because there's not much to do. You just get a, a dish and go get some food. Yeah, you know, have bread along with it. Yeah, that was the lifestyle. Yeah. You can probably still get something. Like, there's probably like an artisanal flophouse stew you can get somewhere. Yeah, but it'll be like fifty bucks. Yeah, you know? that's, that's the true. thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> And you can sit in the patio. Hey, listen, they got health food stores, restaurants now that serve the same kind of food. Well, you know, maybe a little better, you know, with the spices <laughs> and that. Yeah, but yeah. charging a, a ton of money for that kind of food. What do you call it? Millenniums. The yeah, millennium. yeah, millennials. 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 Yeah. So, Tommy, when you watched the movie, you said you watched it a few months ago. How did it feel watching it all this time later? Did it feel any different? Did you still find it funny? Well, you know, I watch movies differently. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, um, I enjoy them. Yeah. I really enjoy them. I go on whatever trip they're putting me on. Cool. <laughs> and I, I, I've got a bad habit. I don't remember titles. I don't remember who's in it. I can tell you who they look like, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or, or what they were in before. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I, I just like to, when I go to a movie, I, I want to, I just want to experience what they want to give you, you know? Uh, yeah. And so I don't, I don't have any judgmental thing at all. That's you know, really nice. I just, uh, it really helps you enjoy yeah. stuff, you know, yeah. especially like the bad movies. What was the movie that was out? It was a, a movie about a bad movie. Oh, oh the disaster know, uh, artist. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Disaster well, that, I loved every bit of that movie. I mean, <laughs> cool. <laughs> I've lived it. You know, it, it, yeah. it's so good. <laughs> yeah. I got a bad movie in my basement right now. That <laughs> precious is in it. In fact, I'm, I'm doing a, a TV show now. Uh, oh yeah, a pilot. And if everything works out good, I'll probably find a way to use some of the footage I have of this movie. It was called Best Buds. And I got it <laughs> partly, I got about three quarters finished. And then the director and the guy that was shooting it, it was started out to be like a documentary style, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. yeah. the director, he, he had visions of it being a, like a movie, but he had never done a movie <laughs> right. before he had yeah. done. And he wasn't a stoner at all. Uh, and, uh, you know, I am. And so yeah, uh, authentic voice. We got three quarters of the way through the movie. And then I said, OK, I know what we got to do. And I wanted to take the movie down to L.A. and finish it down here. Mm-hmm. It was up in Vancouver and he freaked. And so he stole the movie. He literally <laughs> took the <laughs> left. With, he thought I was trying to cheat him or something. Oh, and so I had to sue him to get it back. And when I got it back. When you lose that momentum, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, you can't pick it up again. It's mm-hmm. it's impossible. No, it's and so I lost the momentum, and and I just have footage at the house, and, <laughs> and well, but it it, it, be, it became a good tax write off. So you know, I had a had a giant tax write off. Precious was saying you really like Terrence Malick movies, Badlands, Badlands, and, and Days oh, of Heaven, and those oh, Badlands. To this day, is still my favorite movie of all times. Yeah, it's a great. And movie. don't ask me why. <laughs> okay. I, I, you know, it, you know, it was a combination of Martin Sheen, mm-hmm. his first yeah. Sissy yeah. and Warren Oates. They had that combination of the new and the and the old pro, and the story was so mesmerizing. You know, this outlaw. Or this kid, you know, this we see him every day now, you know, the mass shootings. And yeah. That. yeah, yeah, that's still but, relevant, but, sadly. But the way that was shot and the music and the, oh my God, the scenes, you know, the billboard scenes, him painting that big billboard and, mm-hmm. <laughs> or the, you know, oh, <laughs> that movie. I've seen it so many times. I, 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 it's still my favorite movie. 
Amazing. Yeah, it's a great movie. I called Malik when I started doing uh, Cheech and Chong movies. I called <laughs> him up because we we were looking for a director, you know. Oh and my I called God, him up and amazing. He, and he said, "No, you got to direct this yourself." He says, "You got the vision. No one, no one can uh, match your vision. If right, you wrote right. it, then you got to shoot it. You got to shoot it." And it was great advice. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. yeah, cool. you directed like four of the Cheech and Chong movies, right? Yeah, five altogether. Right, right. Was it four or five? One of the one of the things. Yeah. 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 Robert Stone watching himself. Yeah, she still won't admit it. (laughs) 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 It's weird when you have a partner. You know, he he just he wants fifty percent. It's like we were married. You know. Yeah, we know what it's like. (laughs) We we deal with that all the time. I get get fifty percent. <laughs> I don't care what you say. Yeah. No, I, uh, Malik, he gave me the best advice. And then I learned something on my own. I said, you want to shoot a good movie, you just got to have the best people. Because yeah, it's yeah. a communal thing. Yeah. It's a communal thing. You you, you can't it hire. A village, for sure. You got to share. It's mm-hmm. not about hiring, it's about sharing. Yeah, that's what I did. And then, you know, but I, the other thing I learned is uh, I gave people uh, their first job. In all the movies, I'd pick uh, pick a guy like the first uh, Cheech and Chong's next movie. I hired a cameraman that wanted to be a DP, yeah. And so I gave him his first DP job, and, and phenomenal. <laughs> it's just yeah. because of the energy. You know, it's yeah. your first time, and you're trying to prove it's yourself. Like your first and, time, anything. Yeah, you cannot repeat that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's cool. That's Wasn't cool. Paul Rubens, Pee Wee Herman, also in, debuted in one of your movies? First time, first time you ever been on screen. Yeah, oh, wow, yeah, that's really cool. I thought that was really yeah. amazing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's so amazing to have you, Tommy, on here because you have such a long history, and you've really—it's amazing that you've been with all these amazing people and been friends with like Peter Sellers and everything. So we just want to thank you for bestowing your presence on and, us. And I don't think we've ever had a guest on the show where the movie has literally changed the course of their life. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, history. <laughs> and history. And history. And filmmaking history after that. So thank you Isn't so that much. Something? It's so crazy. Yeah. I yeah. told Precious I wanted to uh, do uh, American Beauty because yeah. that was another movie. You know, the, uh, to me, I consider that the best plot movie ever made. Yeah, We were considering doing that, but all the DVDs have Christopher Plummer in them now. Yeah. 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 Kevin Spacey. Yeah. 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 Well, I hope that this podcast inspires someone to drop out and move to Venice Beach. Yeah. Yeah, That's my one goal Uh, for this show. I don't know if it's Venice Beach anymore. You know what's so funny? My son lives there now. And his biggest complaint... Is the hippies, the homeless people. <laughs> <laughs> That's your fault. You inspired those people. He mentioned it to me. I, I kind of look at him and say, but for the grace of God, I'd still be down there, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks, thanks so lot, much man. for joining yeah. us. Yeah, thanks a lot. Yeah, it was really nice to have Take you Take care, bye. Yeah. Okay, bye-bye. And that's rewatchability, the crazy 420 episode. <laughs> hope Psychedelic. That you, hope you had those Alice B. Toklas brownies before. Yeah, yeah, we definitely did. Also, thanks, Precious, for coming on and bringing her dad on. It's too bad that she had to bump out before we finished, but mm-hmm. we'll have her on again, hopefully. And you should check out her podcast, Sex and the Single Parent. It's right on our network, Entertainment One Podcast Network. We're on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. Also, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. That helps a lot. Yeah. It helps us so much. Yeah. If you can't go to patreon.com and slash rewatchability and like give, then you can give your, your words to us. Yeah. Give us your words. We're hungry for words. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hungry for more than just words after those brownies, though. <laughs> I, I think we need to go and get some food. Let's just hotbox this place first. 